Hi, I'm Christoph Zimmerman. You're listening to the Pink Gun Podcast. Crisis eased at all ahead of this game? No, it's getting worse and worse, but it is like this, and uh, we have to handle it anyhow. Which, uh, have you any players coming back at all of the ones who were missing? No, no chance. So they were all long term injuries, so I hope after the international break, uh, a few of the injured players uh, will be uh, able to. Uh, to come back, so I think it will ease a bit uh, after the international break. But for this game tomorrow, so all the players who were injured, uh, there's no chance for them to to return back, and we have uh, even a few more. So for that, yeah, same injury crisis, even worse than uh, than before. Can you say who the, the the new players are, if you like, on that list? Yes, of course. So. Um, uh, yeah, uh, while Fairman is, is not uh, capable uh, to play uh, tomorrow, so he's out with a with a groin injury, so no chance for him to uh, to return. He was um, yeah already a major concern after after the last game, and uh, yeah, Tim Crew is also also not uh, not able to play. So for that, Michael McGovern uh, will uh, will start tomorrow. Um, yeah, also Grant, uh, Grant Henley will be out uh, tomorrow because uh, he got a setback with his groin injury. So he was uh, was alright for for two weeks, but since Wednesday he felt again some some problems. We tried everything and tried to bring him uh, today on the on the training pitch, um, but there was no chance for him to uh, to handle the load. And for that, um, yeah, he will need to to see a specialist on Monday to find out really what the what the reason is. But because in the, at the moment we can't explain why he's had always his problems uh, since really several weeks with his with his groin. But um, yeah, sadly no chance for him uh, for for him to play tomorrow. And um, yeah, there were one or two little knocks during during this week during training. Sam Byram, for example, is um, is struggling uh, a bit since uh, since two weeks. To be honest, with his uh, with his ankle, uh, was also one of the reasons we didn't start him at, at Crystal Palace. It it was alright, and he's a tough lad and wants to go through. But during this week, he felt it felt it even more. And there were two days where he was not uh, was not able to train with us. But he will be uh, with us uh, tomorrow in the squad, so no chance anyway. He has to do uh, be with us. And um, there's a little doubt, little question mark behind um, Todd Cantwell. He had got some uh, hamstring problems. He was out um, Wednesday and Thursday. We turned back today on the training pitch. It looks, looked all right. We have to wait a bit how his body reacts. But uh, I hope to have him uh, available for tomorrow. Um, yeah, but that's the latest news. We heard yesterday that Jamal Lewis wasn't the Broken elbow. Was, uh, ligament damage. Has, has he got any chance of playing? Yes, he will. He will be with us, and uh, yes, has a good chance to play tomorrow. And uh, it's just a ligament uh, damage, so nothing broken. Um, yeah, it is painful, but uh, with a tape or whatever. So um, yeah, we find some solutions that he will uh, be on the pitch tomorrow. And um, yeah, he's also a tough lad and tries everything. And um, yeah, it's a good news because he was also, of course, a major major concern of the last game. Uh, but uh, he will be available for tomorrow. Is that the kind of injury that needs, uh, although it's good news, does he need to have any sort of protective cast? Like it's it's more like a like a like a tape or whatever, so it it will ease down in a in a few weeks. So you feel this problems a bit like three or four weeks, but he wasn't the best guy in terms of uh, throw-ins anyway. So for that, it's not a major concern. Wouldn't uh, won't cause any problems. So he will be alright definitely. How do you keep the group positive? How do you keep yourself positive? What would you would you just have this bad luck with injuries? You have to accept what you what you can't influence. So it's more like. Um, 
yeah, of course, it's it's a bit drying and annoying all the situation. But each and every club has to go to to different difficult spells. I'm not sure if any club has to go through such a spell. So really, I'm meanwhile since 11 years a head coach, I never um, experienced such an injury crisis. But it's like this. So it's pretty often in, in these terms. You ask yourself, what could you do? Uh, different in training or something like this, but this were all injuries out of knocks and hits during uh, during uh, during the games, and uh, or sometimes like on and Des who fall down the stairs in his private life. Um, it's more like unbelievable, unlucky situation. So it's more like, yeah, you have to take it uh, with a smile anyhow because you can't influence it, and it is like it is. So sometimes uh, it's uh, it's also in interesting uh, to to. Yeah, fight against all odds and against all setbacks, and uh, to win some points in such situation makes it uh, makes it even more worse. And we're looking forward to have this game. And uh, yeah, we enjoy always to to play on this level. Enjoy always to play at home at Carroll Road and in front of our excited home crowd. And it doesn't take anything away that uh, we want to play football. And for that, of course, we're not naive. We know that with all these injured players, it's a difficult period. But in this terms, you have to stick together and show great commitment and great desire. And that's what we're trying to do at the moment. How ready is Michael McGovern for the challenge? And, and how much is he relishing stepping in? And Yes, he will be ready. So we totally trust him. Uh, I think it's Michael's first league appearance since uh, nearly three years or something like this. But he's so professional. I praise him a lot in, in uh, recent weeks. I don't have to repeat it uh, again. We totally trust him and he will be right tomorrow. Does it already feel like a hugely important game given you're at home and it is against a team like Villa? Another newly promoted club. Each and every game is, is for us important because on, on this level you have to try to to fight the struggle for points in uh, in each and every game, in order to reach your and achieve your targets uh, in the end. So for that, uh, each and every game is is quite important. And we know that we um, have a difficult situation, but that this doesn't take anything away that we want to be successful tomorrow. But I wouldn't overinterpretate this. So if it's a draw, we're still one point ahead of uh, ahead of Villa. Uh, if they win. Yeah, they are two points ahead of us, so it's not like we can't uh, get them uh, at any point during the season, just within one game day. And if we are four points away, we won't open the champagne and dance on the table because we are already um, have, um, confirmed that we stay in this league. So it's more like early door. So, of course, important game, like like always, but I wouldn't overinterpretate it. For you personally, a 100th league game in charge, how would you sort of sum up your time at the, at the club so far and how the team has progressed? Yeah, in general. So I'm not so addicted to statistics. I'm not the guy who watch uh, watch back so much. But uh, someone mentioned uh, during uh, during uh, during this week, and uh, yeah, we had also a few few chats uh, chats about it. And um, yeah, one lesson I learned: I'm getting older and older. Uh, second lesson is also like. Um, And really, this is why how I feel so really. I feel really blessed and and honored and and unbelievably thankful to be allowed to to work in this um, um, yeah extraordinary role for this for this amazing club. And I don't take it as given in in our day. So pretty often, um, it's not like you're allowed to to stay for such a long time uh, as a head coach in the club. And and because when you are there with 100 games, it's not always that the sun is shining. There's also sometimes the wind in your face. But I'm really really unbelievably thankful for all the trust of. Our key people of our owners, Delia and Michael, of Stuart Weber, of the board, and really, really, totally enjoying my life here, and and really feel blessed and honored that I'm allowed to to work for this amazing club in this uh, in this um, in this role, and uh, we're trying to build something really special, and we have achieved so much during uh, the last 24 months, and uh, yeah, hopefully we can go on, and and um, it's not so much about me tomorrow, it's about that um, this group to uh, of players stick together, and uh, together with our supporters, we are there with a good performance, and then hopefully also with a good result.
there is a just one win in your last six games, but it was quite an impressive one, Manchester City game. Do you almost want to continue the, the sort of feel-good factor around Carroll Road when you're sort of back there for, for the Villa match? Do you need to remind them just of that feeling of, of winning against Man City before an important game like this? Yes, in general, it's it's more or less like um, an example of how quick uh, life is in the in the Premier League. So after after Man City game, I got the feeling so we won already the title, and uh, then um, yeah, a few days later, yeah, you had difficult away games with many injured players, and we lost uh, lost the game also. Also a bit unlucky sometimes, so it's more like then you're criticized. It's quite normal. So in general, so it, in the home games we were fortress uh, so far. We were there was a really really good uh, performance against Chelsea. We, yeah, with all respect, but we played nearly with Newcastle out of the park and and were able to beat Man City. So we know that at the moment Carroll Road is a fortress, and um, yeah, we can we can trust our supporters. I think they have a really really good feeling um, that we need in this moment when it's such a such a difficult situation that we need all the support and all the sticking together i'm really really sure um, that they will be there when they're coming in the in a good mood and try to cheer us up and try to back us and try to support us they will also accept mistakes or difficult periods during this game because they know in which situation we are but one thing is for sure if we stick together and uh, we create the same spirit and togetherness at Kill Road uh, then we can achieve uh, even in this game a big surprise because we know in, in, in our circumstances right now and because of the personal situation we are not the favorite tomorrow uh, but one thing is for sure we will be greedy and resilient and uh, we will go with our tools. Just a final one on, on Pookie, uh, he has obviously done very well this season, scored many goals just last couple of games hasn't happened for him or the team in front of goal. Is that because of the injuries or is it, uh, is it a, a case of you find Premier League defenders are really trying to play a bit more close attention to him now after, after the start of the season he's made? No, big crisis. I'm happy that he goes away to the national team and uh, that he can sort out his drying spell. No, in general, so it's life of a striker. So sometimes you just have to watch the ball and the ball goes into the goal yeah, and sometimes um, you're there with good performances and lots of workloads, so that's what you have to accept. So it's not like you can be there each and every game with a with a hat trick. Otherwise, you would finish a, a season with more than one that goals. Yeah, and uh, this is what you what you can't do. I was I was pleased with him with his workload and also with his performances in the recent games. And um, yeah, it's it's um, just a question of time when he when he scores again. So. Um, yeah, it's it's not a big crisis. So when you're not able to score in two, in two games in a row or whatever, so it's it's quite normal. And um, we are pretty pleased with performances so far. And we can uh, keep uh, going on with uh, with scoring goals. I'm pretty sure. Thank you. Um, I don't believe Ben Godfrey was mentioned yet. Is he available? There was a question mark because of the England selections. That's right. So um, he was available. Um, he. Um, yeah, he will need a surgery uh, in, uh, during the international break. We'll do it um, quite uh, quite quick during during next week because there's a hernia problem. He's struggling since the last uh, international break, if I'm if I'm honest. And uh, we didn't speak so far about it because we had so many uh, injured players. And my feeling was, um, it's not necessary to to mention to mention it even more. And. Uh, we had to be unbelievably careful in the last four weeks, so he wasn't able to stand the whole load during the training week. So there were always two or three days where we calmed his load a bit down. He has also to play with some painkillers. Um, but uh, we have no other centre-backs at the moment, and for that he has to has to go on. I'm pretty thankful that he was willing to, to um, go for the on during this tough spell. And right now I'm pretty sure Ben is a tough guy. He can also go through the next um, next three days, and for that he will be available tomorrow. And then um, yeah, on Monday or Tuesday we'll get. Surgery. Um, who do you take inspiration from in a period like this? I mean, for example, Liverpool went down for their third 
goalkeeper at one stage. Who can you draw from to get through this period? Um, for my players, if I'm, uh, if I'm honest, because it's um, it's really a joy uh, to be allowed to to go into this dressing room each and each and every day and to, uh, to work with them. And you know, so there are so many setbacks and so many odds against them, and and so many people are writing them off because of so many injuries. And uh, you feel such a commitment and such a desire and such a good spirit and also self confidence uh, in this group, uh, also during uh, during this week. And it's a joy to to work with them. And then. You can't uh, you can't allow yourself to be too down or too disappointed. It's more like you want to be there and help them and create a plan. How, yeah, you find even in this situation solutions in order to gain some points. And it's more or less like we don't have to look too far away. It's more like the inspirations I found from the hard working each of the day uh, of this group of players in the um, on the training ground, in the gym, on the pitch, and um, this inspiration and that. And just a word on Villa. Dean um, Smith said that you haven't played this Villa side yet. Obviously, it must be tough to get a read on them, given how many changes. What, what do you say to that? Probably Dean is spot on, if I'm, uh, if I'm honest. So we know that we were, um, with the terrific season last season, we won the title. We played them two times. We uh, won two times. And uh, it's probably fair to say that we deserve to, to win these two games because we were the better sides. Uh, but Dean is totally, uh, totally right. So um, they were able to spend an unbelievable amount of money. I'm not sure if it... It was the highest amount of money in the in the whole Premier League, but one th- thing is for sure, one of the highest uh, amounts and uh, many many changes they brought in uh, some quality uh, quality players and um, yeah, for that it's unbelievably difficult because um, you can't um, compare Aston Villa with other promoted teams, uh, not with us, not with Sheffield United, although they had some really good signings, but Aston Villa was the potential uh, of this club. They can still be a, a giant one day back uh, here in, in England, but also. One day back back in Europe, and um, yeah, fingers are crossed for for Dinas that he's able to lift all this uh, potential in this in this club, and he's totally spot on. That uh, completely. So what happened last season has nothing to do with uh, what happened tomorrow. And um, good news is perhaps that uh, we also they didn't uh, face a no child yet, and uh, like we are because in last season um, we had. Um, I'm not sure if it's good news, yeah, but last season was like uh, Christoph Zimmerman and. Um, uh, Tim Close and Grant Henley, they were all fully fit and available in our last game. Or Mario Frantic was uh, also fully fit available and scored a pretty important goal. Or our winger with the most goals in the last season on Landers. He was available uh, with a really decent performance. He's also not available. And we didn't have the situation that, um, yeah, with Alex Setti and Tom Tribal, two of our holding midfielders uh, were out for the game. And we didn't have the situation that our goalkeepers number one and two were not available. So I uh, could also say that Aston uh, Miller hasn't faced this Norwich City yet. I'm not sure if it's that good news. But um, listen, you will... If you want to search for it, you will find many reasons why um, Esmola is a favorite tomorrow and you will find many reasons why they should win this game. And I can't find uh, too many arguments on on our side tomorrow. But one thing uh, I can say, so you shouldn't uh, underestimate um, the spirit and the resilience of my players. And uh, you shouldn't underestimate the spirit and the togetherness at Kill Road. And uh, with this this spirit and this uh, this behavior and this... um, yeah, this desire you can uh, reach some, sometimes and spot also extraordinary things, and that's what we're trying to do tomorrow. Don't pick up on Godfrey. He said he's going to have some surgery. So, it, is there a timeline with the view to warm up on the international break? Is that too optimistic? 
Um, yes, it's, uh, it's a little hernia surgery. It causes unbelievable pain, but it has no functional effect on this game. It's just like it's unbelievably painful, and he can't go further on uh, with this with this uh, situation. For that, he needs a surgery. But um, the good thing is, it's just um, more a question of days and not not of weeks. So there is even a chance, although he will have the surgery on Monday and Tuesday. Um, that he's available for the Bournemouth game. Um, it's not 100% confirmed because it, it will last, yeah, I would say, between something between 9 and 14 days till he's back in team training. There is a little chance that he's available. And like I said, he's a tough guy. Um, I think his father played football. He was also a tough guy. It's more like you see this genes even in, uh, in Ben. And I'm pretty sure he will try everything in order to be available also for this uh, difficult away game. Given uh, Christoph, no 10. Now Ben, how concerning is the Grant Hanley situation? Yeah, we can't um, we can't um, change it. So it is like it is. So of course it's it's annoying and trying because we got the feeling Grant was right now back twelve or thirteen days back in team training and even close to to look even um, even sharp. And of course he was in my mind for uh, also for tomorrow and also then for the following weeks. And of course it's annoying that there was another setback, but. It's like it is, so uh, it's sometimes like when you think, okay, right now you have reached a turning point, there's another sucker punch, another setback. It's in football and the same in life, and so we have to handle it, and we will handle it. And I hope um, that we find out, uh, yeah, what is the reason for all these problems with this, with this groin that he has during, I would say, really the several the last months, more or less. And um, yeah, we have no, not the answer uh, at this moment, but I hope uh, with... Um, yeah, seeing some specialists and consultants uh, during this international break, we, we can find the answer and uh, yeah, hopefully we can sort this out because we need them, definitely. Just to clarify on the keeper situation, so no Ralph, no Tim, Michael McGovern, clearly, but is Archie Mayer going to be on, on the bench? Yeah, he has good chances to uh, to be uh, involved, or at least to be um, in the squad. You never know at the moment what, what happens during the game, but uh, he will be uh, with us tomorrow, yes. And, and would it be right he's trained with you this week? I mean, what if that is the case, what, what are your observations of him at close quarters good guy confident it's quite important that what you have to uh, have as a goalkeeper it's not like uh, when the pressure is on that you can crack under this pressure and, and it's difficult for such a young lad to be the first time of course in the first team environment and to train with uh, all the lads also like in the shooting or shooting competitions or whatever of course it's everything a bit quicker and he needs to adapt a bit to this level for that it was important that he trained with us and um well, I can say he's he's good and all. He's a pretty um, all-rounded goalkeeper. So all topics in this game are quite good. He's good with his feet. He's tall. He's there was good good reactions. Good save. I was pleased with him. And um, of course, a big step up for him. But uh, we have no concerns, and uh, we're happy that we have him. Just uh, one of the longer terms. Just an update. Where, where's Onel Hernandez now in his recovery? He's all right. So uh, he's improving from from day to day and not uh, too far away from returning back to team training. And like I said, so I hope then um, yeah for the Bomos game and and um, after the international break I have more options again. So it it, it looks like uh, several lads, especially the midfielder, will will come back. There's also a small chance perhaps that uh, even before the Bomos game, Onel is back in team training. So um, would mean a big big boost for us. But um, yeah, we have to see how it develops right now over the next days. But he's not uh, too far away from returning back to team training. In terms of the variety at the top end of the pitch, how much have you missed him? You know, his pace, he's a direct, he's a different type of player to maybe a Campbell, Wendy, even Patrick Roberts. 
yes, of course, we missed uh, Mr. Nell, yeah, also with his bravery and his capability to, to win one against one duels, to, yeah, yeah to create something. He um, was the best uh, goal scorer on, on the wings for us in the, in the in last season. Would be the same if Liverpool has to play without Mane or something like this. Um, of course, we missed him, missed him a lot, but like I said before, so I didn't want to complain too much about it and, and just, yeah, to search for excuses and to cry anyhow. So I trust all my players and if uh, Onel is not available for such a long time, we have to find some so solutions. But uh, it's definitely good news that he's not too far away from returning back to team training. Of course, he will need a bit then until he's there on his on his best performance level. Um, but he's a good lad and works always always hard, hard and it's good that he's pretty close to come back. So, I mean, obviously, there's now a, a fresh issue around Tom Campbell, so that maybe limits your ability to change it tomorrow if you wanted to. But what does Patrick Roberts need to do now, do you feel, to come into your 11? Because he's not quite there yet. He's not far away, and he stepped up uh, a lot in the last two weeks. It was uh, after, after pre-season, and in the beginning of the season, there was a period uh, when you seemed to be a bit tired, yeah, because he had some difficult last season with many injuries and not many games, and... Yeah, the preseason was lots of load, and he played many, many minutes, and you got the feeling, okay, he looks a bit tired, and especially as an offensive player, you need to be sharp and you need to be quick, and also quick in the head for for having and uh, taking the right decisions, and also for his game, he he needs to be there, pretty mobile, and to be brave in this one against one situation. And when you're a bit tired, so it's difficult to perform on this level. But my feeling was like, in the last two weeks, he. He uh, improved from day to day during training, also in the game. So he did get too much game time, but more like also last game, 15 minutes. So he looked pretty sharp, and and um, he's improving and, and not far away. That's for sure. It's a couple more from me, Marco Stephen. Give us your thoughts on his step up this season. Is it fair to say he's not quite at the level he was in the championship? But that is maybe understandable. It's obviously a high level, better players. Mm. Yes, I think in in general, it's especially in this situation, in his position, it's it's a bit a bit more difficult to shine, like like in the in the uh, in the championship where it was easier to dominate possession in each every game. So when you face sides like Liverpool or Man City, it's uh, or even West Ham or something like this, it's uh, it's a different uh, different game. I was um, I would rate him even even a bit uh, better, although I know that he has to step up a bit because in, in this position you're always a bit. Uh, judged by by goals and by assists, and he knows that he has to step up in, in this area. But um, if I'm honest, he was pretty often also there. I was a second or third last pass, and also in, in many games, for example, in the Man City game, he's an experienced player and also with a good tactical behavior. It was, for example, in this game, unbelievable uh, important that he took Rodri uh, completely out of this game. So I think when he needs to be there with a special uh, tactical task he always fulfills my wishes and it was important and for example when I think about the last game I think the last game at Crystal Palace was perhaps one of his best games during the season so far um, he was involved in nearly each and every of our chances and of course it was a bit annoyed he had two, two good shooting positions my feeling was yeah, at least one uh, one of this he should use in order to score a goal and um, but he was more or less always uh, when you watch our chances back always involved in each and every moment when we create chances and after I substitute him we had a few problems in order to create enough chances and um, my feeling is yeah he needs to step up a bit in, in terms of scoring goals and to be there was assists but um, he's not far away from from shining like he like he was in the uh, in the in the championship and I'm pleased with workload at the moment pleased pleased with tactical behavior and if he's right now able to to add some goals or some some finishing passes and some assists um, yeah then we are all happy. Just one on Villa, how key is it to try and get a better job again? He looks a very influential player for Villa. 
yeah, so my feeling so the individual quality, especially in this season of of uh, Willa is, is is unbelievable high and and but it's not the only uh, only threat yeah, when I think about Grealish also great player and and yeah, McGinn, I totally agree he's in a, he's in a great shape. It's important that we control the center of the game. It's important that we control their midfielders and will be a key topic uh, as well. And so that's what we're trying to do tomorrow as well. Daniel, last season you faced uh, Dean Smith Aston Villa in, in only his second game in charge, and then you faced him again at the end of the season. Had you noticed any change in the style? I always uh, appreciated um, the work Dean has done. So already at, at Brentford and also at uh, at Villa because um, I like his uh, his philosophy. I like uh, their approach and uh, what he's done. And I'm full of respect what what he has achieved at Brentford and also also at uh, at Villa so far. And um, yeah, of course it's slightly different because they were pretty much a possession based side uh, in Championship level. It's also for them. Not that easy to bring this um, in each of the game on the on the pitch, especially because they also have um, yeah to um, to involve several new faces right now. It's also sometimes not a not an easy task, but um, yeah, I'm full of respect of his of his work and what he's achieved, and uh, um, they stick to their principles, and it's always a, a good basement in order to to be successful, also in the longer term. In those two matches, probably only one of these players might be. Tomorrow. So do they barely reference to tomorrow? Ban, sorry, I didn't understand. From those games last season, yes. probably only one player might have played tomorrow. So do those matches bear no relevance to them? Um, only one player of the last season is... Um, yes, but but in general, so there were also many uh, many players in last season involved. Uh, Mings, of course, they signed him, but he was also involved in the last season. Yeah, Grealish, Grealish was there. Um, Gazi was there. Of course, they signed him uh, permanent, but he was also involved. McGinn was uh, quite a poor terrain. So it's more like uh, there are also several lads. It's not like they're playing just with a completely new um, uh, new team, but they uh, added unbelievable potential to this uh, to the side. So, and I wouldn't say it's it's a completely a, a new team, but um, of course they had, to add, um, they added some quality. That's for sure. Yes, we're always uh, reaching for the for the uh, highest targets, and I'm not happy uh, just because my young players reach this level to play for the for the youth teams uh, of England. So of course it's a great honor, and they're they're blessed to do this, and I'm pretty pleased that. Um, all the coaches and um, also the national team are pretty pretty happy with them. Ben uh, was in the last game, I think, allowed to to wear the captain armband, and they were all uh, pretty important and delivered with good performances. I think Max uh, was there as a man of the match, uh, although he came back uh, injured. But um, I think there was was good performances. Uh, but yeah, we tried to develop them further on, and uh, like I said before, so. We are just happy when they have the three proper lines uh, on the shirt, but um, don't go too far away. So it's more like, yeah, Todd Kentville right now, yes, uh, uh, several Premier League appearances, the same for Max Owens, the same for uh, Ben Godfrey. So it's more like um, quality is defined over a performance of a long term period and not just after four or five good games, you have already reached uh, one standard. So it's not like after a few weeks or couple of months you are already there so it's more like they have uh, to go a long road and if they go further on they have all chances to develop uh, further on and they should be of course encouraged uh, because many young players get a chance right now at the moment but they have to deliver further on and that's uh, that's quite important. Yeah, with all the injuries um, you be thinking about it all the time uh, did you have to look at what you do in training and work out whether that's a factor or 
Yes, like I said, be, said before. So the first time, first thing, um, what you do um, when you have many injuries, you are self-critical and, and ask yourself, what could you have done better uh, during training? Um, but it's more like when you when you analyze it. I think it's nearly no team in, in the whole country who has less muscle injuries uh, also during training or than than we have. It's more like. Yeah, Christoph Zimmermann, the first injury he got was when he uh, injured himself in his private life uh, during the summer break. And the second one was after an unbelievable tough tackle, a nasty tackle. Um, Tim Klose was out and then he was injured after an unbelievable nasty tackle um, against against Crawley Town. And right now the season is all over for him. Um, Ole Hernandez um, slipped down the stairs and then fall down the stairs. So we can train whatever we want during the training. Yeah? When players slip, fall down the stairs. So it's more like... Yeah, perhaps he was too exhausted um, uh, to climb up the stairs, so I can can be a bit self-critical. But it is what it is, and all the ankle injuries. So Ben Godfrey was injured uh, national team. Uh, Max Evans came back uh, injured back from national team. I don't accuse him. Everything's okay. Everything can happen because it was Max injury, for for example, also because of a bad tackle. Sometimes everything's coming coming uh, together. So. Um, Tim Krul injured himself when he fall on his uh, on his back in the uh, in the last game during during the warm up anyhow. So it's more like yes, for example, Alex Setti had a slight muscle injury and and um, also Mario Frangit had a slight muscle injury. But uh, if I'm honest, it were the only muscle injuries we got. Um, Tom Tribal got a tackle against his ankle and was out with a with a damaged ligament. So these are injuries uh, injuries you you can't um, you can't deny it because uh, otherwise you have to say okay, listen, we have to play the games without duels, but we can't do this. And also, yeah, probably. Um, we won't train at all, so it's, we won't have any training uh, training injuries uh, at all. But it's also that we are not prepared to train low during the game. So uh, first thing that we do, we, we are unbelievable self-critical, but it's more or less the other way around right now. We have to be careful. We try to calm the load a bit down, but we have to be careful uh, not to calm it too much down that we that we lose our sharpness and our fitness level. And um, it's it's just a situation that, that everything is coming together and. Yeah, you have to you have to handle the situation a bit with your smile on your face. Although deep inside you feel a bit a bit different about it, but it's the only only way how to handle such a situation. And did you feel fortunate not coming up against John McGinn in either game last season? Well, I don't I don't mind. I didn't think that if he would have played against us, they would have won the title and we would have relegated or whatever. So he's a good player, definitely without any doubt. And um. I, I always liked him, liked him as a player. But um, yeah, in the last game and last year we faced uh, lads like like Rielich, like Tammy Abraham or whatever. And Abraham is, is flying even more at the moment, and uh, we were able to to win games against them. So for that, um, yeah, I always trust my lads. And and even if, if Messi or Ronaldo on the other side, we try to be um, competitive, and that's what we also showed against against Miss Man City or Liverpool. So against Man City was perhaps even a more, bit more shining because. We were able to win this game, but I think they have also some decent players, and we sh- uh, showed that we can be competitive even against them. True. Uh, with, with Michael McGovern coming in, uh, he has different strengths to Tim Krull. So, is there a, an element of altering how you play? I was thinking of obviously bats with building from the back and, and things like that. Will, will there be some differences in that on Saturday with Michael? Um, it's always, of course, it's always. Um, a slight change when when different type of players are coming in, yeah? and and you always have to be aware. For example, um, our defensive players, yeah, Michael Michael is right-footed, and Tim is left-footed. So you have to keep in mind, okay, which pass you play in order that he can use a strong foot. And and of course, Michael um, has has a different style of of, of playing and. 
we also have to adapt a bit more on, uh, to this but it's more or less like he is working so much uh, and so long with us we know him uh, because of the training because of friendlies because of uh, cup games or whatever and, and all I can say all the lads totally trust him and pretty sure he'll be there with a good performance but of course in, in, in a few um, occasions and a few situa situations you have to adapt your style how you play with him a bit but um, that's what you always have to do even with some field players it's, it's sometimes even dif uh, different and uh, of course it makes then the life a bit more easier when you don't have to change that much that's why we coaches always speaking a bit more about okay consistency is sometimes important and not too many changes but yeah we have to make this change tomorrow and I'm pretty sure it will be um, a good game of Michael tomorrow. And just finally you touched on this uh, before about the, the sort of comparisons this season for yourselves and for Aston Villa with their expectations and whichever is there is there an argument to say that it will be tougher for you guys to survive this season comparative to Aston Villa, even though you're in the same boat? Yes, you can uh, can find many reasons why, because uh, of the potential of this club, because like I said, so they have the potential to be um, not only here in England, but even in, in Europe, a giant one day back again, and, and their ambitions and their financial potential was also shown in the in the summer, and we are not naive, we know when we when you're able to use lots of money, then you have a bigger guarantee or a bigger chance to add some quality, and then with this a bigger quality, um, a bigger guarantee to and probability to, to stay in this league. And for that, uh, I would say you can't compare them with, with uh, normal promoted teams in the recent years. So I think you can't compare them with, with us or Sheffield United. So they had 100% a favorite to finish, I would say, even in the, in the top half of the uh, of the season with all their potential of this club and all their players but it's never given and it's never a guarantee that they are, will succeed and even um, in, in this circumstances it's, it's difficult for them and of course they are perhaps a bigger favorite to, to finish in a better position than we are but um, oh, also in last season we, we have shown uh, so I think before the season no one would have given us a chance to, to win the championship title and um, Okay, I don't think that we will win the Premier League title, but more like uh, to surprise uh, several several people and, and uh, to finish in a good position is definitely possible and uh, that's what we're trying to do. Thank you.